Welcome to Zichud Daf Siman Remember Avram Golder and today we're Zichud Daf Hey. The first parak Chamishas Rinoshim. The first parak has been generously sponsored as a schus for Mordechai Chaim Ben Esther and as a schus for Shidduch Hagon for Leia Bas Esther. So the three topics are going to focus on number one. The Gemara continues to look for a source according to the Rabbanan that an ase is docha losase and attempts to win it from Hamatzor. The pasuk states regarding his purification process, Yigalech es kosa aro. He shaves off all of his hair. A brisa asks why the Torah adds es rosho the hair on his head. Obviously, the hair on his head is included in Kosa Aro. It answers, Because it states, Do not cut off the payas of your head. I would think that a mitzor too may not shave off his payas. Therefore, the words Esro show his head teaches that a mitzor shaves off his payas as well. We see from this brisa that an ase, the mitzor shaving his hair, is doch alosase, cutting off his payas. The Gemara eventually refutes this proof, as the love of losakifu is not shavabakol, meaning it does not apply equally to everyone, as women are not obligated in this. Therefore, we can only learn from a mitzor that an ase is doch alosase, that is not shavabakol, when it does not apply equally to everyone. Point number two, the Gemara attempts to learn the source of ase doch alosase, according to the Rabbanan, from the word shotness. The word is superfluous, as the Torah could have just stated, do not wear wool and linen together. Why did the Torah write, O Silba Shotness, do not wear Shotness? It must be that it was intended for a drasha. The Gemara refutes this, saying that the word is indeed needed to teach us, One is not high for wearing Shotness unless it is smooth, spun, and woven, which is a contraction of the word Shotness. Rush explains that one is not high unless all three of these processes are done together. That is, one must combine unprocessed wool and linen together, comb them out together, spin them into a combined wool, linen thread, and then weave the thread into a garment. The Gemara concludes we can learn both Shua Tavavanuz as well as Ase Dochelos Ase from the word Shotness. Being that the Torah used an extra word, we therefore use it for our drasha, and since the Torah used the unusual word Shotness instead of Klaim, we see that it's also meant to be used to teach it must be Shua Tavavanuz. And point number three, the Gemara, in an attempt to find the source that an Ase is Docha Alos Ase, Sheeshbo Chorus, suggests that we can learn it from Mila, as it's permitted to do Mila on Shabbos, even though Shabbos is a love Sheeshbo Chorus. The Gemara refutes this source, explaining that other mitzvahs cannot be learned from Mila, as Mila is a more important mitzvah, as there were 13 covenants sealed over it, which Rosh explains that the word bris is mentioned 13 times in the Parsha of Mila. The Gemara then suggests it can be learned from the Karban Pesach, which may be done in Shabbos. The Gemara refutes this as well, as the Karban Pesach is a more stringent assay in that not doing it carries a punishment of Karas. The Gemara then attempts to learn it from the assay of the Karban Tamid, which is done on Shabbos, but refutes this as well, as the Karban Tamid has a stringency in that it's brought every single day. The Gemara later says that we can also not use a drasha of Tzad Shava and learn it out from all three of these mitzvahs together, as all three of these mitzvahs were commanded before the giving of the Torah. So once again, the three points are number one. The Gemara continues to look for a source, according to the Rabbana, that an ase is docha losase, and attempts to learn it from a Mitzorah. The Pazik states, regarding his purification process, Yigalech es kosa aro, he shaves off all of his hair. A Brisa asks why the Torah adds es rosho, the hair on his head, Obviously, the hair on his head is included in Kosa Aro. It answers, Because it states, Do not cut off the payas of your head. I would think that a mitzor too may not shave off his payas. Therefore, the words Esro show his head teaches that a mitzor shaves off his payas as well. We see from this brisa 
that an ase, the Mitzor shaving his hair, is doch alos ase, cutting off his payas. The Gemara eventually refutes this proof, as the love of losakifu is not shava bakol, meaning it does not apply equally to everyone, as women are not obligated in this. Therefore, we can only learn from a Mitzor that an ase is doch alos ase, that is not shava bakol, when it does not apply equally to everyone. Point number two, the Gemara attempts to learn the source of ase doch alos ase, according to the Rabban, from the word shotness. The word is superfluous, as the Torah could have just stated, do not wear wool and linen together. Why did the Torah write, shotness, do not wear shotness? It must be that it was intended for a drasha. The Gemara refutes this, saying that the word is indeed needed to teach us, one is not high for wearing shotness unless it is smooth, spun, and woven, which is a contraction of the word shotness. Rush explains that one is not high unless all three of these processes are done together. That is, one must combine unprocessed wool and linen together, comb them out together, spin them into a combined wool, linen thread, and then weave the thread into a garment. The Gemara concludes we can learn both Shua Tavavanuz as well as Ase Dochelos Ase from the word Shotness. Being that the Torah used an extra word, we therefore use it for our drasha, and since the Torah used the unusual word Shotness instead of Klaim, we see that it's also meant to be used to teach it must be Shua Tavavanuz. And point number three, the Gemara, in an attempt to find the source that an Ase is Docha Alos Ase, Sheeshbo Chorus, suggests that we can learn it from Mila, as it's permitted to do Mila on Shabbos, even though Shabbos is a love Sheeshbo Chorus. The Gemara refutes this source, explaining that other mitzvahs cannot be learned from Mila, as Mila is a more important mitzvah, as there were 13 covenants sealed over it, which Rosh explains that the word bris is mentioned 13 times in the Parsha of Mila. The Gemara then suggests it can be learned from the Karban Pesach, which may be done in Shabbos. The Gemara refutes this as well, as the Karban Pesach is a more stringent assay in that not doing it carries a punishment of Karis. The Gemara then attempts to learn it from the assay of the Karban Tamid, which is done on Shabbos, but refutes this as well, as the Karban Tamid has a stringency in that it's brought every single day. The Gemara later says that we can also not use a drasha of Tzad Shava and learn it out from all three of these mitzvahs together, as all three of these mitzvahs were commanded before the giving of the Torah. All right, so now we go to our Simradaf Hay, and our standard simon is Hay, or a haystack. So here goes. The Mitzorah shaving off his hair in payas that had grown all straggly and looked like hay, wore a suit made of shotness that was smooth, spun, and woven, and had the initials PTM sewn on a sleeve to remember that the mitzvahs of Pesach, Tamina, and Mila were commanded before the giving of the Torah. Once again, slow motion. And the Mitzorah shaving off his hair in payas that had grown all straggly and looked like hay, hay, that must be more enough, hay. The Mitzor shaving off his hair in payas that had grown all straggly and looked like hay, which reminds us the Gemara attempts to learn that an ase is docha los ase from a Mitzor, since the ase of a Mitzor shaving his hair is docha the los ase of cutting off his payas. The Gemara eventually refutes its proof as the love of los hakifu is not shava bakol, meaning it does not apply equally to everyone as women are not obligated in this. Therefore, we can only learn from a Mitzor that an ase is docha love that's not shava bakol, when it does not apply equally to everyone. So, the Mitzor shaving off his hair in payas that had grown all straggly and looked like, hey, wore a suit made of shotness that was smooth, spun, and woven, which reminds us. The Gemara concludes that we can learn from the word shotness, shua top of a news, that one is not high for wearing shotness unless it's smooth, spun, and woven, as well as anase's docha losase. Being that the Torah used an extra word, we therefore use it for the drasha to teach that anase's docha losase, and since the Torah used the unusual word shotness instead of climb, we see that it's also meant to be used to teach us that it must be Shua Tabavanuz. So, the Mitzor shaving off his hair in payas that had grown all straggly and looked like hay, wore a suit made of shotness that was smooth, spun, and woven, and had the initials PTM sewn on a sleeve to remember that the Mitzvahs of Pesach, Tamina, and Milo were commanded before.
the giving of the Torah, which reminds us, the Gemara tends to prove that an ase is docha losa seishesh chorus from Mila, Pesach, and the Tamid, but refutes each proof since each one has a Mila. Mila has 13 brisos, the Pesach is an ase seishesh chorus, and the Tamid is offered every day. The Gemara later says that we can also not use the drasha of Tzad Shava, of a common denominator, and learn out from all three of these mitzvahs together, as all three of these mitzvahs are commanded before the giving of the Torah. So once again, the Mitzor shaving off his hair and payas that had grown all straggly and looked like hay, wore a suit made of shotness that was smooth, spun, and woven, and had the initials PTM sewn on a sleeve to remember that the missus of Pesach Tamid and Milo were commanded before the giving of the Torah. All right, now it's time for Forbola Ba'a Chazara. Tav Chav Zayn. So the Simmer Tav Chav Zayn is a kazoo. So here goes. The Chagiga Kazoo Children's Band. Kazoo? That must be more in Tav Chav Zayin. The Chagiga Kazoo Children's Band, gloriously blowing their kazoos at the Seder Moetzeum, were guests sat at a table that looked like a Mizbeach, which reminds us the Gemara brings a puzzle that begins with a reference to a Mizbeach and ends with a reference to the Shulchan and asks why the Shulchan is called the Mizbeach. Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Shulchan both said, adam. During the time when the base of Mikdash stands, the Mizbeach would be Mechapra for a person. Now that there's no base of Mikdash, it's a person's Shulchan that's Mechapra Rush explains that one's table atones for him through Achnas's Orchim, inviting and feeding guests. So the Chagiga Kazoo Children's Band, gloriously blowing their kazoos at the Seder Moetzeum, where guests sat at a table that looked like a Mizbeach and was plated with gold, which reminds us that we learned in the Mishnah Daf Chavav on the base that Rabbi Ezra held that all the Kelim in the base Migdash required Tevila after the Regal, except for the Mizbach HaZahav and the Mizbach HaNachoshes, because they're like earth and are not Mekamotumah, the Chomim in the Mishnah say, Mithnesha and Metzufim, because they are plated. The more provides two explanations for what the Chomim are saying, one where they are disagreeing with Rabbi Ezra, and one where they are actually agreeing with him. So the Chagiga Kazoo Children's Band, gloriously blowing their kazoos at the Seder Moetzeum, where guests sat at a table that looked like a Mizbeach and was plated with gold, watched fires leap up but not burn all the time the Chachamim and Jews filled with mitzvahs who came together to celebrate. Which reminds us, Rabbi Yavau said in the name of Lazar, the fire of Gehenim does not rule over Tamlechukhamim. It's a Kavachomer from the Salamandra, which Rashi explains is a beast created from a fire left burning for seven years straight. Rachel Akish said, that the fires of Gehenim do not rule over sinners of Israel from a Kavachomer from the Mizbach HaZahab for just as the Mizbach HaZahab is only a dinner's thickness of gold, yet the fire does not have power over it. Then all the more so Poshe Yisrael, the sinners of Yisrael, Shemulein Mitzvahs Karimon, that are full of mitzvahs as the seeds of a pomegranate. Dot base, so the similar dot base is a bias, a house. So here goes. When the group of sorrows packed out of their deceased husband's house, house, that must mean we're on dot base, bias. When the group of sorrows packed out of their deceased husband's house, since they were putter from Yibum and Chalitza, which reminds us, the Mishnah opens with the din of fifteen women, which the Mishnah will identify as Arias, exempt their co-wives and their co-wives of their co-wives from the Chiyub of Chalitza or Yibum, and then goes on to explain how this works. So, when the group of sorrows packed out of their deceased husband's house, since they were putter from Yibum and Chalitza, knowing that he had a wife who was one of the 15 Arayos who exempt them, which reminds us, the Mishnah lists the 15 Arayos of the Yibum who exempt their sorrows from Yibum and Chalitza, and we use the numbers 333-321. Three daughters or granddaughters from out of wedlock, three daughters or granddaughters from a marriage, three mother-in-laws, three sisters, two wives, and one daughter-in-law. So, 
When the group of Tsaros packed out of their deceased husband's house, since they were putter from Yibum and Chalitza, knowing that he had a wife who was one of the fifteen Arias who exempt them, they were suddenly turned back when they were informed she had just passed away before his death. Which reminds us, the mission continues, And regarding all these fifteen women, if they died before he did, or was a minor and did mean terminating her marriage to the brother, or they were divorced from him at the time of his death, or were found to be in Ionis, so that the marriage was terminated before the husband died, their tzaros are permitted to do yibum or chalitza. Daf Gimel, so the simmer Daf Gimel is a gamal, a camel. So here goes. The judges at the Pater Banat Asr, Yer from Yibum, camel race, camel race, that must mean we're on Daf Gimel, gamal. The judges at the Pater Banat Asr, Yer from Yibum, camel race, which reminds us, the Gemara asks, why did the Mishnah use the word potros, which implies that the Tzoros can do Yibum if they wish, instead of Osros, they're forbidden. The Gemara concludes that if the Mishnah would have said Osros, then we would think that even if one of the Arayos married someone besides the person's brother, and then this husband died, the Tzor would be forbidden to the brother. Therefore, the word potros teaches us that the Isra of Tzor is Erebus only if they marry his brother. So the judges at the Pater, but not Usser, Yer from Yibum, Camel Rays, who ruled that the Ionis and Sota should be excluded from the competition, which reminds us, the Gemara here asks, what does the number 15 in the ratio exclude? And what does it say for the mission that says, Hari El Potros, behold, these exempt come to exclude? The Gemara explains that these two Miutim are coming to exclude that which Rav said, that a Tsar of a Sota is Pater from Yibum, and that which Ravasi said, that the Tsar of an Ionis is Pater from Yibum. The mission has come to teach that only the 15 women listed here exempt their Tsaros from Chalitza and Yibum, but the Sota and Ionis do not. So the judges at the Pater Banadasar, your Tsar from Yibum, Camel Race, who ruled that the Ionis and Sota should be excluded from the competition, declared the Akhoz Ishto the winner as she crossed the Aleha finish line, which reminds us we learned from the Gezer Shaba of Aleha by Akhoz Ishto and the Mitzvah of Yibum, that just as the Pasuk of Yibum is dealing where there is a Mitzvah, so too the Pasuk of Akhoz Ishto is referring to when there is a Mitzvah of Yibum, and the Pasuk there concludes, Osikach, you shall not take a woman in addition to her sister. We therefore read the Pasuk of Akhoz Ishto as follows, one may not marry a woman and her sister, even to do Yibum. The Gemara continues to bring the source for Tsaros being forbidden, and then explains that we learn the Halacha of Yibum of the other Arayos from the Halacha of Yibum by Al-Khazishto. so the Simon Dabdalad is a Dalad, a door. So here goes. The man whose wool sits is hanging on his linen begot, got stuck in a door, door, that must be learned off, Dalad, Dalad, door. The man whose wool sits is hanging on his linen begot, got stuck in a door, which reminds us, we learn out that an ase is docha losase, from the Pasuk, losilba shatnes, you may not wear shatnes, and the next Pasuk that states, gidilim taselach, you should wear tzitzes. These two mitzvahs are smuchim, they're adjacent, and therefore teach us that one may attach tzitzes of wool onto a begot of linen, even though this would be kalim. This shows us that an ase, tzitzes, pushes off a losase, kalim. So, the man whose wool tzitzes hanging on his linen begot got stuck in a door while he was reading a book about smuchim in Sefer Dvarim, which reminds us, the Gemara says that even Rabbi Yehudu does not darshan smuchim. In other parts of the Torah, agrees that in Sefer Dvarim we do darshan smuchim. This is because in Sefer Dvarim the psukim are either muchach, evident, by placement of the Pasuk that's meant for our drusha or Mufna, superfluous. In this case of our drusha of climbing Sitzes, the Gemara shows how both reasons can be seen. So, the man whose wool Sitzes hanging on his linen begot got stuck in a door while he was reading a book about smuchim in Sefer Dvarim. Could not believe the irony as the salesman marched by carrying his shot in his merchandise 
upon him, which reminds us, the Gemara says that the Pasuk of Wasil Bashanis is not extra because if we only had the other Pasuk, we would assume that it's forbidden to wear climb even if one does not intend to receive any hana from it, such as in the case where one is selling climb and the clothes are lying on top of him, even though he has no intention of benefiting from wearing the clothes. Therefore, the second Pasuk of Wasil Bash teaches that wearing the climb must be like wearing clothes where the wearer intends to receive pleasure from it. And if we only have the Pasuk of Wasil Bash, we would understand that one is only over on shotness if he wears it, as this gives him a lot of pleasure, but merely sleeping with a blanket that has shotness, which does not give much pleasure, is permissible. Therefore, we need the other Pasuk of Wasaleh should not come upon you to teach us that this too is forbidden. All right, now it's time to conclude with a pop quiz of 10 questions plus three bonus questions from previous Masechus. Number one. Which step do you learn from the word shotness that the threads need to be shua top of a news? That's on top. Hey, good number two. Which stuff do you learn that those from the Galil cannot bring wine or oil to the base of Migdash since they have to pass through a kusi strip of land, which the Rabban decreed as Tameh? That's on Daf. Chafein Chagiga. Good. Number three. Which stuff do we have a Mishnah listing the 15 Arayos? That's on Daf. Base. Good. Number four. Which stuff do you learn why the Mishnah uses the word Potros instead of Osros? That's on Daf. Gimel. Good number five. Which of you learned that an ase is doche alos ase from the smuchim of the two psukim of shotness and sitzes? That's on daf. Dalad. Good number six. Which daf do we have coming from Yehuda whether merchants can sell leftover wine or dough that the Ami arts had touched during the regal? That's on daf. Chavav and Chagiga. Good number seven. Which stuff do you learn that Rebuda does learn smuchim in Sefer Devarim? That's on daf. Dollar. Good number eight. Which of the women that there are four cases where an erva does not exempt her tsar, such as in the case where she died before her husband's death? That's on Duff. Base. Good number nine. Which of the women that we can only learn from a tsara when he cuts off all his hair, including his pay, is that an ase is dokha losase when it's not shavabakol? That's on Duff. Hey, good. Number 10, which of you when the Gemara says we need both psukim of shotness and climb to teach us one is not high for simply carrying shotness, but would be high for getting a little hana, such as sleeping in a blanket of shotness. That's on Duff. Dollar. Great. Now the three bonus questions. Number one, which of you when that the shofar in the base of Migdash was plated in gold near the mouthpiece? That's on Duff. Chavzayin and Rosh Hashanah. Good. Number two. Which stuff you want unique qualities of Eretz Yisrael, such as that it rains there before the rest of the world? That's on Duff. Yudin is Good. And number three. Which stuff were Psukim brought to show that Megillus Esther was written with Ruach HaKodesh? That's on Duff. Zayin. Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ramgul Nezichu. Wishing you a great day and great learning.